Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 61, how to up-level your self-worth. Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, beautiful ladies and any gentlemen, of course, who listen. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast, guys. It is so good to be here, and I am pretty excited for this topic. The reason I'm so excited is because in conversations recently with friends and a few clients, it's really come up in conversation. So I feel like it's time and it needs to be said. (laughs) It's just time to put it out there. So this episode came about actually after my recent trip to the Cook Islands when I had a lot of time to really think and to really listen to what is going on inside my own mind. Now to give you a little bit of history, I have done a lot of self-development work. So basically I've done the work that I teach on this podcast and with my clients, I've done that work on myself and I continue to do that work on myself because we are forever evolving. Now, I used to have a lot of thoughts like, I'm not doing enough, I'm not smart enough, I don't deserve to have that, I'm useless, God, you're so stupid, (laughs) like things like that. There was a lot of anxiety, a lot of guilt and, you know, heaps of shame and self-loathing. I was really ashamed of who I was, of how I looked, of how I showed up, of what I did. I hated myself, literally, and I know that's, you know, that's hard for us to say often, but I did, I really did. Now, after I began doing this work and I altered my mindset and just learning the impact that my thoughts had on how I felt, how I showed up and who I became, I began to feel a lot lighter, literally. It was like I was carrying around this incredibly heavy bag. (laughs) I had to use both hands to carry it around and it was super heavy and I just got to sit it down and walk away, never to have to pick it up again. Like literally, that's what it feels like. And, you know, I became okay with who I was and eventually I started to love who I was becoming and who, who I am now. So... I want to take you back to when I was in Rarotonga. So when I was there, I noticed some of this old habit starting to try and creep back in, or it was creeping back in. And there's an example I wanted to share with you all. So I went to hire a car and I decided ahead of time not to pre-book. I was feeling super confident that I was going to get one without any problems. Like it's a tiny little island, guys. It's like 40 minutes to drive right around the island, 50k speed limit. It's a small island, but there's lots of car rental companies. So I'm feeling confident. (laughs) Now, the morning after I arrived, I walked across the road to the car hire company, conveniently located opposite my resort. (laughs) And I was surprised to find a rather long line. Now, I was in this line for a good hour, and I could tell that the people at the counter, each time they would move forward, they were not happy with the news they were getting, you know, and the arrangements being made. 
So when my my time came to get up to the counter finally, I was already thinking, you should have booked, this is going to teach you a lesson, you know, there's all this mind drama going on. (laughs) So I get up to the counter and there are no cars available. There are no electric bikes and if I want a scooter, I needed to catch the bus into town, I then had to sit and get a license and pay for it and I wasn't allowed to rent one until I did that. Now, I was able to book a car for half of my stay and I had to get a larger vehicle and therefore pay a bit more than I wanted to. But I was pissed off at myself, like really pissed off with myself. And there was a bunch of not very nice stuff being being said up inside my head. And when I really started to listen without judgment, but rather with kindness, with compassion with curiosity I was able to see why I was so pissed off and also I was able to start listening to a few other things that were happening up inside my head and see some of the results that were being created in my life that I didn't like which is obviously coming from those thoughts right now sometimes it's easier to ignore what's going on rather than to listen and acknowledge it and see it for what it really is you know all too often we just like put the walls up and push that side that stuff out because we don't want to see it we don't want to acknowledge it we don't want to listen to what's going on inside our heads right so what is self-worth or self-esteem it is a sense of one's own value or worth as a person So having a sense of self-worth means that you value yourself and that you feel worthy. Have you listened to the way that you talk to yourself lately? And did you like what you hear? Let's be honest, we usually wouldn't speak to someone else the way we would speak to ourselves. We certainly would not talk to our family or our friends the way that we do inside our own heads. Are you kind and compassionate with yourself? Now, perhaps you pretend to be on the surface, you know, like you might, you know, give yourself a glass of wine, have some dark chocolate and a bubble bath. But really, you're hiding from, you know, what's going on up inside your head. You'd rather not go there right? You're pretending to be kind to yourself. And that's where it all starts. The way you speak to yourself, the value and worth you place on yourself, it all starts with the stories that you're telling yourself, the way that you are speaking to yourself inside your own mind. So why do we do this, okay? Why do we talk to ourselves in this way? It has a lot to do with the way that our brains are wired and also with the way that we are brought up, so the upbringing we've had. Usually the way that you criticize yourself is the same way that those closest to you did when you were younger. So often it's the way that your parents spoke to you as a young child when they were telling you off or telling you you did something wrong. So it's It's their voices and their words that you now use to tell yourself off or to tell yourself that you're not good enough in some way, shape or form. 
when it boils down to it, these are thoughts that you're having about yourself. These thoughts and beliefs you're having have become a habit inside of your own mind. Now, in searching for this episode, I came across lots of amazing examples of just how powerful our words really are. And I have picked two that I wanted to share with you guys to really get this point across and to try and hit home with you. All right. So the first one is, this comes from a teacher in southern Brazil. The teacher decided to illustrate the power of words to her students by using two cups of sealed rice. So the teacher arranged the class in a circle around the two cups of rice, and then she asked the students to say bad things to one of the cups, and this is things that you might hear in everyday life, like you are useless, you are stupid, and you can't accomplish anything. So basically bullying one cup of rice. Now, the second cup, the teacher asked the kids to say things that they would like to hear from other people. So the kids used expressions such as, you are special, you can accomplish anything, you are smart, I love you. And days later, the rice in the love cup, so the one that had all of the positive things said to it, fermented naturally while the rice in the hate cup, the one that was bullied, became dark and moldy. How powerful is that, right? Now, I have heard that other, you know, other people have recreated this experiment. It's been done in many places, and I think that's so amazing, <laughs> so cool. This second example I wanted to share with you is from Ikea. So Ikea, the furniture store, I think. So IKEA performed a social experiment experiment on various plants. So it was a 30-day trial and the campaign was intended to raise awareness around bullying, right? And this is basically what we're talking about is bullying up inside our own minds in some form. Now, in this trial, there were two of the company's own plants were placed in a school setting where the plants were subjected to two completely identical environments in all respects, except for one thing. Now, one plant was played voice recordings of comforting and complimentary words, so really nice, positive things, and the other plant was played voice recordings of abusive, harsh, horrible, bullying words. Okay? Now, after the 30 days were finished, the bullied plant showed obvious signs of wilting, while the complimented plant was flourishing and doing really well. How amazing is that? There's, um, I heard on another podcast once of an example where they did this with either mice or rats, and they spoke in to the cages and you know, a similar outcome happened, but I didn't want to go down the animal route. (laughs) So I didn't look that one up. But how powerful are those examples? And I'm sure there are plenty more out there if you were to search for some. So how can we increase our own self-worth and limit the judgment that we have 
in order to feel better in our own lives, right? The first step is becoming aware. So allowing yourself to listen to what you're telling yourself, like really allow yourself to sit with it and to listen and listen with curiosity, with compassion and with kindness. Don't don't judge yourself for judging yourself. (laughs) Don't beat yourself up further for all of the negative stuff, you know, that's going on inside your mind. It's not going to serve you, right? Be kind with yourself. Say something like, oh, hello, I see you and I acknowledge you and I am choosing not to believe that. Show yourself some compassion. Like, I see what's happening up inside here. This is just my brain doing what it's in the habit of doing. Okay, I see that. Then I want you to think about this. What might change if you were kind to yourself? What might change if you allowed yourself to be enough? Who might you become without all of the negative self-talk and judgment. Now, I want you to really take some time to think about that because it's really powerful. Who might you become without all of that negative self-talk, without all of that negative judgment? What might change if you were kind to yourself? Because here's the thing. Being nasty and self-critical to yourself does not make you a better person. You think that you need to do that in order to be better in some way, but that's a lie. The anxiety you feel and the shame that you place on yourself will not produce positive change. Negative thoughts and negative words don't produce positive results. You want to improve because you think maybe then you'll like yourself, but that doesn't work. Now, even if it's true that you need to change, shaming yourself and beating yourself up won't get you there. You can't hate yourself into the life you want. You can't hate yourself into the person you want to become. If you are kind and say positive things to yourself, you will achieve more than you ever believed was possible. You will blow your own damn mind. Think of yourself the way you think about somebody else that you think is really amazing. Maybe it's your best friend. Maybe it's somebody else that you look up to or admire. Think about that person and think of yourself in that same way. Someone whom you would always give the benefit of the doubt. You know, somebody that you would fight to the death for. Think of yourself in that way. Now from that place, make a list of things that you like about yourself and make it a goal to read that list and add to that list every day for a week 
right? And write it out, like actually write it out or type it out in first person. So here's some examples. I am beautiful. I have great hair. I am a great friend. I am a really good listener. I give great advice. I love to learn new things. I am doing the best I can with the knowledge I have. I am enjoying the process of saving and planning for my next solo trip. I love that I smile at strangers. Nothing is too big or too small to put on your list. Now, if you're having trouble with that list and you want some extra help, I invite you to sign up for a consultation call with me. Just head on over to solowomentraveltribe.as.me to book a free call. I'm wishing you all safe and happy travels wherever you are in the world. Huge love to you all, and I look forward to talking with you again next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast and you want more, then make sure you grab a copy of my Ultimate Solo Travel Mindset Guide. Just visit www.solowomentraveltribe.com slash guide to get your copy today. Feel confident, feel prepared, and feel empowered for your solo travel journey.